0: Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show all about our current world and everything within it. My name is Biz Paul, I'm here in the UK, and I'm joined, uh, I think she's still in Colorado, by my wonderful friend, it's Felicia Jones.
1: Hey Paul, I'm sitting in an empty room, so that's why it's echoing. I have no furniture.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're almost homeless.
1: I'm almost homeless, you know what? I will say um, I'm thankful for the financial situation we are in because we can still afford a home. Uh, we're trying to sell it and the housing market here is horrible. It's like nobody, I mean, nobody is, we've had one person come look at the house and it's been um, up for almost a month now.
0: People are getting worried, aren't they? About, you know, jittery about the economy. That's what's happening over here anyway.
1: I, I don't know. I mean... I think people are getting worried. I also, it just feels like everybody just stopped. Like, okay, just stop. Um, interest rates are high here. Um, I, I was telling Dustin, I said, I wish we could like give our mortgage to someone else because our interest rate is like 3%, which is very low, which is not what's happening right now. But also um, houses on the higher end are just not selling. And my my realtor... I don't know if she's getting annoyed with me, but she was like, people want three bathrooms and my house only has three bedrooms and two baths. And it is a ranch, which is a single story. And I was like, seriously, how many toilets do you need on one floor? Like, it's kind of right. gross.
0: Well, it, it does. It, the whole bathroom to bedroom ratio is, is quite clearly a, a privileged thing because there's plenty of homes yes. here that do not have any more than one bathroom with one toilet.
1: Yes, Yes, I grew up in a house with one bathroom and my parents still live there. So having two bathrooms was de- is definitely a privilege to me and um, and now people she was like, well, people want three or more. I'm like, we have one floor. How many toilets does a family yeah. need? It's kind of gross after a while if you think about it.
0: But don't you and Dustin but- have like separate bathrooms? Don't you like use separate bathrooms?
1: Well, we kind of do for like shower purposes, we'll use the same bathroom, but for toilet purposes is a whole different ball game. Everybody <laughs> oh. divide and conquer.
0: <laughs> I I think that is the way to go. If I had enough bathrooms for, you know, individual children to use individual bathrooms, I would definitely allocate because there's some children that are that will will prefer to use my bathroom. And there's some children that I just do not want using my bathroom and they may or may not be the same child, but you know, if they could just, <laughs> I, I'm quite keen that they use the big family bathroom and I use the bathroom that's attached to my bedroom. That's the way I would like it, but it, it doesn't happen. So I I'm up for well, allocated bathrooms.
1: Well, cause your parents' bathroom
0: was always a better one, right? Well, it's the smaller one in my house, so I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe because it has your stuff in it. It Maybe. has grown up that's, stuff yeah. in yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, that's that's that that's true. <laughs> there is stuff in mine. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So no one's no one buy no one's buying houses. We've been told to I guess prepare for a housing crash here. Interest rates are on the up. That is for for sure. But we're still trying to get our heads around just general economics here. Uh, the government <laughs> is, is not doing well at all. This is a new government, remember? Um, not that yeah. any of the country voted for it. And Liz Trust, I mean, bless her. Sorry, Liz Trust. We've got to call her Liz Trust. Liz Trust. Um, <laughs> trust Liz. She, yeah, in Liz we trust. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> she's not having a great time. Uh, she was asked today in an interview, "Are you enjoying being prime minister?" And she kind of paused and went, "Yes, it's a challenge," <laughs> which is kind of like the understatement Uh-oh. of the century. Liz
1: sounds like Liz sounds like she's a little overwhelmed. That is not good. I mean, well, I mean, I would assume any prime minister or president of a nation is overwhelmed, but you probably shouldn't show it. <laughs>
0: Yes, I think... Now, I'm going to try and be kind when I give my assessment of try. Um, the, the state of... Yeah, I'm going to try. I won't try very hard, <laughs> but I'm going, to, I'm going to try and be kind. Um, she reminds me of a middle manager that has been promoted by accident because there was nobody else to do the job, right? She's way out of a depth, <laughs> in my opinion. She's not a natural... Orator, um, in terms of the mm. way that she delivers things, I think she's quite. I've seen that. Yeah, I think I think she can be quite relatable in the sense that uh, she's a she's a bit of a straight talker, and I do I do like a straight talker, but I just I just don't think they've they've got this right. they have they're coming in, and they're changing what they're doing, and there's no mandate for it from the electorate, the way that our political system works is, you know, you vote for a member of parliament and the an overall party mm-hmm. and that kind of thing as we've discussed before, and she is the leader of that party. But when Boris Johnson was elected by the electorate in 2019, he had a, uh, a manifesto and a mandate And that's what people have effectively voted for, which a lot of it was about Brexit, but, you know, let's not go there. Mm -hmm. She's come in and changed what she wants to do, and there's no mandate for that. So in a poll that was conducted this morning on on TV, now it was conducted through Twitter, but this was on the TV. (laughs) They asked the question, (laughs) uh, should there be a, you know, do you want a general election now? Because a lot of the politicians are saying, well, there's no appetite for a general election. 93% of people who responded to this poll said, yes, let's have a general election. There are people really? in her own party that say they want a general election. And in the opinion polls, the Labour Party with the current opposition have a, have a 25 percentage point lead over the Conservatives. And if that was replicated, the Conservative Party would be absolutely annihilated. Can you guys afford another election? Well, um, it does cost money to put an election on, of course, because it, it, yeah. it's, uh, you know, you have to get voting booths and all that kind of stuff sorted. Um, but in terms of like campaigning, that's all done through like private sort of donations and stuff like that. But I think my, my own view is that uh, we should have one pretty quickly. We need to, uh, we need to make a change.
1: You guys, it's, it's, I mean, there's a lot of change. You guys have been changing a lot. Like every few years, you, your, your queen just passed away. You got a, a new prime minister the same week. Um, you're still dealing with or ignoring or denying or trying to figure out what in the world does Brexit look like. And there's still a pandemic that nobody wants to call a pandemic because we're pretending like it never existed. And what? Recession, inflation—there's a lot going on, and I don't know. Can people mentally handle an election right now? I
0: I, I think, I think so. I think so. Actually, Uh, it's tempting to to say, "Oh, we're just exhausted with everything." And there would be some truth of that. But everything that I hear from everyone, even my even my dad, right? My dad (laughs) is a conservative voter, but even he thinks that the government that we've got is a waste of space. Uh, now I'm not saying that he would vote Labour because I don't think he could bring himself to do that, but uh, <laughs> even even he has sort of had it with this this government. I think the thing is is that they're damaging our international reputation for sure. That you know they they're possibly causing a global recession. Um, the, the, the 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 latest thing today because it's their party conference. I don't know. I, I, I don't know whether you'd call it. I don't know what you have in the states. You know like when it's election time and you have your um thing where you like nominate the person for president oh yeah
1: yeah like kind of the republican
0: national congress something
1: like that yes yeah yeah they call it the yeah rnc dnc that type of thing
0: right so it's it's that we have that every year here they call it party season Mm -hmm. uh party conference season not party season (laughs) Uh, party conference season and (laughs) you guys uh, don't need parties no, yeah. So it's it's the Conservatives this this week and today, Suella Braverman, who is the Home Secretary, the person in charge of things like immigration, who is a second generation immigrant. I, don't, I think that's a really weird phrase because she's not an immigrant. So why would you call her an immigrant? But her parents were immigrants to this country. Has oh no, she's not she, an immigrant if she grew up there. <laughs> well, that's what I think, but that's what they I'm pretty sure that's what they they call it anyway. Um, she said that she dreams of the uh Rwanda policy and she's very happy to still stick with the Rwanda policy. And actually, what she wants <laughs> is for there to be no asylum whatsoever in this country. Wow. And I'm thinking this is this is getting scary. <laughs> scary now.
1: Like asylum to anyone or particular yeah. people? Like Ukrainians, yeah. like they need to go to Rwanda too?
0: Everyone. I, I I just don't I, I just don't think I just don't think they want anybody claiming asylum. What they're happy with is people who they need. So doctors, nurses, you know, people that we can steal from developing countries who probably have you greater mean, need. We you mean steal... nannies.
1: You yeah, mean yeah, nannies yeah. and landscapers <laughs> yeah.
0: and janitors. Yeah, yeah. Let's be real yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, all the things that the upper classes need. We can we can take them, but we don't want people seeking asylum um, in fear of their lives they can just go back to where they came from <laughs> it's scary well, it's scary um, that's and, and that's why we need an election now we need to we need to kind of sort this out because they they're getting emboldened and this is wild
1: um i i agree i mean uh you you see what's going on around the world we talked about this i don't know if it was earlier this year but the rise of authoritarian authoritarianism, authoritarian governments. And if I'm correct, Italy just voted in a president or a prime minister who is the same way. And um, I think she is pretty hardcore on on being very authoritative on how she's running the government. So that is, that is definitely a thing. And I don't, it feels like when all these other countries are doing it, um, It's going to take a lot for a country to buck the system and go the other way because you're seeing very powerful nations do this. And it's like, well, if they can do it, I can do it too. And it seems to kind of be working.
0: Yeah, but that's another reason why I think we need an election now, in my opinion. But I I agree. I mean, Sweden's got um, the right wing there did quite quite well. Um, Hungary, you've got Auburn. Poland's a bit right wing. Um, really, Italy Sweden. Now. What
1: is what Sweden? Is I know Sweden. Right wing. What what are they mad I about? I,
0: I don't think they got got in. I think it, I think it's it, well, it's, it's naturally immigration. Sweden takes in uh, quite a number of um, immigrants. Um, they're a very mm-hmm. liberal country, but I think sometimes there's pushback to that kind of thing. I, I was actually listening to yeah. uh, a radio station, a, a, a sort of phone in earlier. And I was absolutely flabbergasted by this caller and what he was what he was saying. I mean, he was he came out with a line, you know, "I'm not a racist." And the presenter went, "But
1: <laughs> yeah, that's usually a, a, a red flag when you say I'm not racist. The yeah. first thing you say, which is usually the red flag that you are racist." But and what did they proceeded,
0: say? <laughs> well, but well, he just proceeded to have a racist rant about anybody really um who was coming into this this country i mean it was it was bizarre it was kind of an unhinged rant about things the sentences weren't coherent it was it it had to be cut off in the end um of course (laughs) but 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 this is this is where this is where we are so you know um yes it's a very strange time here in the uk but uh, you know it's not the only place in the world that's a bit, bit bit messed up what's going on over there
1: we're always messed up, so <laughs> give me a classification. I'll show you where we're messed up. So, um, well, okay, so Ian, Hurricane Ian came through last week, and it, it did a lot of damage. Um, I know around this time last year, uh, we were doing the podcast while we were in Tampa and Naples, Florida. Unfortunately, the area that we stayed in in Naples last year did not survive very well. Oh wow! So the damage is really, really bad. But the governor, um, Ron DeSantis, he is he is definitely on edge when he talks to the press. So you're getting a lot of snarkiness from him and not understanding how he's helping people. DeSantis is one of those people um, when uh, Hurricane Sandy, I think that was up in like New York, happened a few years ago. He was one of the congress people who voted against federal aid and and people are saying now he's asking for federal aid which is kind of you know interesting and um all and a lot of republicans um voted down federal aid to florida because it included some money to go to ukraine so that <laughs> so that's why they're not getting as much help yeah because it's like well why are we helping ukrainians um You know, so I don't know what's going on with Florida. Um, I did watch some alternative news reporting because, you know, a lot of people who didn't like, I will say, quote, mainstream media, end quote. Yeah. They started their own news networks, and these were two women who ran for offices in their respective states, and they were basically mentioning how the elite, and I will put that in all kinds of quotes, uh, the elite have tools to manipulate weather because they have been manipulating our DNAs with vaccines. So of course they can manipulate weather and that they always um, start a hurricane during um, election season. is very coincidental, they say, and that is always in red states. Now, it just so happens that Florida and Texas and Louisiana or just happen to be on the water. But according to them, this is um, not, a weather phenomenon. This is something created by the elites. Um, I don't know who the elites are, but they have the tools to manipulate hurricanes to make them stronger, or not mm-hmm. make them stronger. Um, hmm. So yeah, so that's where we are in life. And there's another group of people who believe the elites are the ones blocking federal aid. So I'm still trying to um, research who the elites are, and I think I will. Yeah have an answer for you in a couple of weeks because your September 24th thing. Yeah. Um, that was all about the elites know about Colorado. Uh so I still don't yes. know where that comes from. But well, I did I th- watch a I'm <laughs> oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> well I was gonna I was just gonna say that, that I think um it comes from TikTok, but but you know, do go on. What were you watching? It's actually from a, I, it,
1: I was watching some disaster movie that bombed, it had Halle Berry and a whole bunch of other famous people. it it did very, it was called moonfall, but in moonfall, everybody moved to Colorado. And I was like, I wonder if this is where they got it from because everybody goes to Colorado to hide from the floods and to get higher up to get Mm. protected from the moon. I don't know for the moon literally falling. So, yeah. So I'm thinking that there there's probably some tie into this, but I will have more news on the elite. Um, I got to get mentally prepared to jump into that world, so I can yeah. you know, make us smarter.
0: Well, I, I feel <laughs> like I'm sort of halfway in that world because I am a little bit um, in the rabbit hole for conspiracy TikTok. Like I now yes. get lots of TikToks about conspiracies, which I shall find fascinating. Um, I haven't had the um, well, I haven't had too much about the weather system. I, ha- I have seen the weather system one, which I think is mm-hmm. quite interesting because I'm trying to work out, well, how, how do they do it? Is it like when <laughs> Beijing had the winter Olympics and they had to bring in lots of snow cannon, is that, is that the kind of thing? Are they using machines to swirl up a tornado or you yes. know how are they doing it? They are. It's elite technology. If you
1: got to ask, then you don't know you're not elite, so you don't need to know. Yep. Yep. Just like if you have to ask, if you have to ask the price, yeah, if you don't, if you have to ask the price, you don't know how much you shouldn't be buying it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, you shouldn't ask these things, but, um, you have gotten pretty deep into the conspiracy theory world. I'm going to probably have to take your TikTok away from you, but what have you, okay. So here's the question. What out of all the conspiracy theories, which ones do you kind of secretly believe?
0: Well, um, I'm not okay. So, uh, you, I'll, I'll, okay, I'll give you I'll give you a view on the ones that I've seen, right, and then you can we can kind of discuss them, right. So, um, I think I mean my favorite my favorite conspiracy, favorite. which um yeah, which I'm most likely to believe in is the whole it's a computer simulation thing because there's there's too many examples of of things like that happening where I can go yeah. I can see how this could be a computer simulation, and that none of this is is real. And actually, that's quite a good way to look at uh, life. Mm, so, I, okay. I quite like I quite like that one. Um, I think my uh, the one that I enjoy the most is Flat Earth because oh, I think they are it's they are a, fun. it's a it's a fun one, right? It's not really that, yeah damaging to people that, that the earth is, is oh, flat because we're still no, I wouldn't agree on with it. that. Really? <laughs> but we're still but we're still on Earth, whether it's flat or round, right? And just and just because you can't fly <laughs> over Antarctica, you know, isn't really affecting me a great a great deal. I like the idea that Antarctica is an ice wall. And I like that and I didn't realise this until quite recently that uh, the the whole thing about Russia is that Russia knows about the secret ice door in the ice wall that opens to the Ooh. other world beyond. Do you know about the other world? Ooh, that's beyond? a good one. Yeah, there's another world oh, beyond that's... the ice wall, which is probably for the elites. And that's where Atlantis is. And there's a few sort of continents there beyond that that we oh, wow. don't have access to but but exist. So I like Flat Earth as a... Concept. You're um, Starting to believe, aren't you? I'm not. I'm not necessarily believing. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I mean, I've I've never been to Antarctica, so I don't know whether it's an ice wall or whether it is in fact just a continent. I don't. I just don't know. Um, the Diana conspiracy thing, I'm not buying. Um, okay. I do. I do quite like the idea that the Queen isn't dead and she's just sitting. In a in a little room in Balmoral, away from the media, um, just living out the rest of her days because she's had enough, and that you know she's not. Really or dead. I quite like that.
1: Or it could or be what? like a um, Michael Bates thing. Uh, what is it? What is the scary movie? The Bates Motel. Have you seen that? Okay, is that a thing in the UK? The Bates Motel. What, psycho. Yeah, Psycho. Yeah. You, you think that maybe she's like stuffed and that's how Charles no. goes and gets his information. Like mummy, how do I do that? No,
0: no, 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 no. The no. idea no. is that she, she didn't die, but she was becoming a little bit unreliable. And so to get some consistency, <laughs> they were like, well, oh, let's retire her. And no one goes to Balmoral because it's private land. It's not, it's not owned by the public or the crown estate or anything like that. So it's like her private residence. So no one can get in or out. And, Mm-hmm. Um, she's just there, living her best life, um, and that's the easy way to re- retire. They can't. She can't abdicate because she, she said she wouldn't. So she would be um, breaking her own promise. So if they pretend okay. she's dead, then you know, then then that's then that's that. So I okay. yeah, quite like that one.
1: You should put your phone down at night time. Yeah, it I should.
0: I should. <laughs> it, you know, there's no there's no reason for me to. Uh, to, to get into these things. What I do find <laughs> scary, though, actually, is that the people that I see, some of these people are genuinely serious about things.
1: Yeah, they are.
0: Um, very,
1: very and, serious. Now, flat earth and, people are pretty serious about that.
0: They are, but then then I'm like, are they really? You know, <laughs> are they, do they really believe it? Or is it a bit like me where it's so, it's so much of a great idea that actually it's just fun?
1: No, I think they believe we actually watched an entire documentary. It was two hours. I mean, that's how much dedication we gave to it. And um, <laughs> they, this, the, the tests, all of these tests that they do to prove that the earth is flat, there they are some real believers. And yeah, they they believe. Um, and there's there's quite a few people who believe quite a few different things. But um, I, I want to move the conversation over to Ukraine and Russia. It's not mm. really a conspiracy theory, but who knows? I'm pretty sure there are quite a few conspiracy theories um, that are coming out that like the the oil line sabotage. A lot of people are thinking oh, the United yeah. States did it. Oh,
0: God. yeah, Yes.
1: Some yes. people think Russia did it. I'm no. pretty sure there are some people who think the Green Lizard people did it. But um, Mr. Mr. Musk, Elon Musk, has um, dropped his opinion in on how Ukraine and Russia should get back together. Have you Have you heard this?
0: <laughs> no, but I do want to talk about the pipeline. So, okay, talk so about, do you about the think, pipeline, but, um, and then you know, and then talk about. Okay, so the, the quick one on the pipeline, like, so I am thinking that it's been sabotaged by the United States because. It doesn't serve. It doesn't serve any benefit to Russia to sabotage it because once this is all over, Russia needs to get that gas back on back online. It doesn't. It doesn't mm-hmm. serve um, Russia to, to to do that. What it serves the US is the US can't trust Europe to not literally shit themselves over how little gas and energy they're <laughs> going to have. So that they sort of do a double U-turn and kind of go, okay, well, we won't pressurize Russia too much because we're scared. If the US, if if Europe literally cannot get any gas, then there's no way that they can kind of capitulate to Russia. So I can believe that it's in the US interest to sabotage that. That's my view.
1: Mm. Mm. I'm thinking it's the lizard people.
0: Yeah. Anyway, carry on. I, I just wanted something. to get that yeah. <laughs> off my uh, chest about the, the Nord Stream because for me, mm, I think maybe that's something that, that would do. That may not be a
1: conspiracy theory. That's just <laughs> a strategy.
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us well, about Ukraine.
1: Well, Mr. Musk has decided that he says that in order to get Ukraine-Russia peace, Um, They should redo the elections of the annexed regions under UN supervision. Russia leaves that That is the will of the people. Crimea um, is formally part of Russia as it has been since 1783 and water supply to Crimea assured and Ukraine remains neutral. And the uh, oh my gosh, what is the, um, the representative from Ukraine in Germany said, here's my political, basically, I'm paraphrasing, here's my political assessment of what you said, fuck off. (laughs) So a lot of people are not, um, the ambassador, the ambassador of Ukraine to Germany. So uh, Mr. Musk is definitely getting involved in a lot of things. And that is, a lot of people are kind of jumping on it because they said, well, Ukraine used to belong to Russia, so they should just naturally get it back. Um, but Ooh. I gotta give it to the people in Ukraine. They have they I, I mean, they've gotten their butts kicked, but they're kind of fighting back. I know, I know they're getting help. Nobody's ever gonna admit that they're getting help. I know they're getting money, but I you cannot tell me that some secret forces are from other countries are over there fighting. You cannot tell me they're mm. not, not fighting over there now. Um, but a lot of people are leaving Russia because they don't want to get drafted. So now well, you wouldn't we have I know. But now we have, um, I I don't know if they're refugees or people seeking asylum, trying to get in other countries now. And Kazakhstan is like one country where you don't need a visa to enter. So all of a sudden, a lot of Russians are showing up in Kazakhstan. And um, it it, it just seems quite interesting how this is all playing out because um, I was reading an interview and quite a few of the Russians, they were like, yeah, I, I knew there was a war. I wasn't really paying attention to it. I didn't think it was right. But until it landed on their doorstep, then all of a sudden things, you know, they packed up and started yeah. leaving the country. So it's, I, I think, unfortunately, this is going to be going on for a while over there. And I don't know if people are having refugee or uh, asylum seeker um, fatigue but that seems to be the thing that happens especially you know people in your country who thinks they should just like be shipped away forever well, and never heard from a, again.
0: A, a, a certain percentage of people who have accepted ukrainian refugees are saying okay the six months is up now what we signed up for the six oh. months is, is is up so what what are you going to do
1: so, so british uh,
0: yeah so that that's that's quite interesting we don't hear anything about taking new people but it's it's the media here is very positive about the the Ukrainian fight back and reporting that the Russians can't even tell you what they've actually annexed because they don't they certainly don't control all of the land in the regions which they've annexed i mean no one's taking the annexation seriously at all i agree with you mm-hmm. that they are getting help there's no way that they're suddenly fighting back and reclaiming I know, this yeah. There's no, there's no way like all of a sudden the pushback is there. Um, I think the Ukraine, the Russians are clearly demoralized and it will be interesting to see what happens in, in Russia. Um, I did see quite a, um, uh, I can't remember what the word is, a distinguished analyst talk about how he felt that this would play out. And what he was saying was that on the assumption that Putin doesn't use the nukes which is still a possibility, but you know, mm-hmm. but his generals might might stop him. Um, he was saying that this will go on for a number of years, but the way that it will work out is that there will be kind of like a ceasefire, and then there'll be mm-hmm. skirmishes, and another war will break out, and then there'll be another ceasefire, and the same thing will happen, and that will happen over a number of years, maybe for kind of like ten years. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean. Ukraine have applied for NATO membership now, which I think is yep. a symbolic gesture because there's absolutely no way on this earth that they are going to be accepted into NATO, um, no. even though effectively NATO is is fighting. NATO is not going to let themselves be dragged into a, a war there. But what the hell does Elon Musk think he's doing, like getting involved? Like who the hell is he to say this is what I think should happen? He's not Boutros, Boutros, God, is he?
1: I mean, he does smoke weed.
0: Well, okay, <laughs> maybe <he's got laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Hey, man, just uh, Putin, Putin's, <laughs> mate. He just suck on this. Uh, well, and he yeah. wants
1: to help populate Mars with his seed. So I don't know if I would take. I mean, these guys who do great things sometimes you they don't need platforms to talk.
0: No, they're I not, agree. I agree. They're not we have the sane. world has a real problem. Don't don't we with with men and machismo and, or machismo, yes. if you're American. I I, I agree with you. <laughs> we do have a problem with men. <laughs> like, like, why? Like, what? I don't know if you saw the uh, ceremony that they had in Russia about the annexation where he, where Putin and the four, like, and unquote, leaders of these regions were there, like, putting their hands in the center going, like, for Russia, for wow. Russia, for Russia. It was just... It was like, wow, just, you know, that's all kinds of weird and, and macho shit yeah. and just well, bizarre. But That's
1: what people want. People want macho It might men. all be over
0: soon anyway because King John Un's like shooting ballistic missiles over Japan last night. Yeah. So who knows?
1: I saw that. See, why men? Why?
0: It's men. <laughs> it's men. But having said that, having said that, if Liz Truss is the alternative <laughs> to men running it i'm not sure what we need next Hey, who's your, who's your favorite who's your favorite female leader
1: okay i need to go do some research on that <laughs> i do like um um uh, jacinta uh, i forget her yeah, last jacinta name she's Adair. the prime minister out of new zealand yeah am i right yeah yes, she that's right. yeah she seems yeah very level-headed. And um, there is the president of Rwanda, I think. Um, I need mm-hmm. to go look her up. But during the pandemic and during George Floyd and Black Lives Matter, she kind of put out some statements to the Western world. She was like, you guys, oh, as our people keep going to your countries and you're killing us. That ain't right. I was like, ooh, somebody got mad over there. So... Um, yeah. I have to do a little bit more research to get their names, but the the ones who are kind of, you know, very vocal about things. But I, I like um the Prime Minister of New Zealand because when they had that shooting over there, she was like, We're done. Nope, no more guns.
0: Yeah, yeah, Leave yeah. Leave
1: if you need a gun. So I'm I'm all with that. All for it.
0: Okay. I think I think we should do a show focused on female leaders of the world and try and unpick why certain countries and certain female leaders are perhaps performing better. Than their male counterparts i mean we can probably come to a conclusion pretty quickly but uh, <laughs> i think that would be quite quite interesting because there's more yeah, female leaders it. than people realize you know you've got um marion in finland and mm-hmm. i think sweden or i don't know but yeah we can we can have a look at that i think that'd be an interesting show
1: yeah i think it'll be fun and there was a um, young lady who was just voted vice president down in um oh peru I forget which country, young young black female, and that was like the first for the country, and love oh. her style. I mean, it's just very traditional, uh, a mix of um, African heritage and the heritage down there. So it's kind, it's really cool just to see her. So um, I will, I will go get the names I follow, but I don't know all the names all the time. But I saw her inauguration speech and everything. It was in Spanish. I don't speak it.
0: <laughs> well. That would be good. We'll we'll come and do some research for the show for a change instead of just oh, of talking research. for half an hour. <laughs>
1: okay, we'll do so, we do
0: research at least three times a year. So this one we'll do yeah.
1: we'll we'll do some research on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Have we got anything else to mention or are we we're about done for this crazy, crazy week of uh, the world. Oh, we should say we're mm. not we're not gonna be around for for a week or two, are we? We're having a we're not no. calling it a hiatus or a break. It's just our schedules do not do not permit us really to uh do any kind of sensible recording over the next couple of weeks
1: no we will be the closest we have ever been in the last two years but we won't see each other (laughs)
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: (laughs) so paul is going to be in boston i will be in maryland so we won't be able to record um We might, we we have to take it offline and decide if we want to put up some content inside of the Patreon account, some behind the scenes of what we're doing, but yeah, we'll probably take a couple of weeks off and then come back. And I think by the time we'll be back, will it be Halloween? So we could definitely talk about Halloween. And I think the best way to end this show is to recognize that today in the United States, it is national taco day. So taco Tuesday, y'all.